Lou, we're back for more scheduled predictions. It's now time for the NFC South, so we're going to kick it with Atlanta starting off. Lou, I don't have Atlanta starting off hot at all. I have them losing the first four games, starting off with losses at the Seahawks, at the Cowboys versus the Bears, and at the Packers. I, I just don't think that that lines up good for Atlanta. Even though they were a couple years out of the Super Bowl, I, I just think that they're talent-wise for the team, they're just not up to par with, with those teams. Yeah, Steve, I, I agree with you almost. I had them winning uh, at home versus Chicago. I had them losing at Dallas, though, at Green Bay versus Seattle. I, I agree with you on that, Steve. And I think they get their second win, though, right after at home versus Carolina. Uh, then I think they do lose at Minnesota, win at home versus Detroit, Steve. Then they will go to Carolina after that and lose. But, uh, yeah, Steve, I agree. I think they, their offense is, is obviously – it's been good for the last few seasons. I mean, despite losing Matt Ryan and Julio and Calvin Ridley, have put up some good numbers. But uh, the defensive personnel just isn't there to beat a complete team. You know what this reminds me of? This reminds me a lot when the Giants were going to say that they were in the middle of a rebuild with half guys that, that are veterans trying to win now and, and half guys that, that are still trying to find their role in the league. And I think that this is just going to be a similar scenario. And just a correction, that first game for the schedule is at Atlanta, and they're still going to lose that to the Seahawks, not at Seattle. But, Lou, I have, I have wins in Week 5 and Week 7 versus the Panthers and versus the Lions, and then two losses with the Vikings and the Panthers. So, yeah, they get two wins, but after a stretch of uh, eight total games, two wins doesn't have them starting off in, in a good scenario. I have them getting a win week nine versus the Broncos. I think that'll be a tough game, and I think the Broncos are going to be a good team this year. I just think at home that they'll probably sneak one there. But then losing to the Saints in week 11, but catching stride, beating the Raiders and the Saints two weeks, weeks 12 and week 13. I, I just think that Atlanta always finds a way to sneak a game from the Saints every single year when they play twice. Steve, I have that exactly to a T, dude. I have them sneaking the win at home versus Denver, although I do think Denver's a great team. Obviously, the bye week, losing to New Orleans, beating the Raiders, beating New Orleans uh, in New Orleans, Steve. Like, remember last year, they, they won three straight off onside kicks and almost won that game, so uh, that, that was crazy. But to finish off the season, Steve, I have them losing at the Chargers. I think that'll be competitive, but a loss. Beating the Bucks, Steve. At home, I do think there will be a shootout when they play the Bucs in Atlanta. I have them losing to Kansas City and then losing at Tampa Bay to finish off the season. I have them at 7-9, and nine, Steve, which is extremely underwhelming. But given their lack of defensive personnel and really growth, Steve, I don't think that's too bad for them. But obviously not what they're looking for. No, that's not too bad. And Lou, I have them just under a, a couple of games of 7-9. and nine. I have Atlanta losing the last four games of the season after they sneak those two games versus the Raiders and the Saints. I have them losing to the Chargers, Bucks, Chiefs, and the Bucks again. And that would make Atlanta 5-11. and I just don't think that's the right direction for the team. And Dan Quinn will probably lose his job. And Lou, I wouldn't be too surprised if there'd be conversations for Matt Ryan to be a trade candidate out of Atlanta to a contender. Definitely. I think he'll be in a, in a, a Matt Stafford-esque situation. And it's funny to see that Steve Sarkeesian and uh, Kyle Shanahan were the, were the real masterminds behind that run they had a couple seasons ago. No, definitely. I, I couldn't agree anymore. 
Now let's go to Carolina, Lou. This is a team I think is going to be a little more competitive than Atlanta will be. In week one, I have them getting a win at home versus the Raiders. Week two, I have them with a loss versus the Bucks. Week three, going to the Chargers, I think that's a tough game. If that was in Carolina, maybe I'd go the other direction. Um, and then week four is home versus the Cardinals, but I think the Cardinals are going to be a good team. So I have the Panthers starting one and three after the first four. Steve, I have it the exact same way. Beating the Raiders, then three straight losses. I actually have it four straight losses. I have them losing at Atlanta, which there's no shame in that division game. Anything could happen. Uh, then I have them beating Chicago, Steve, at home, losing in New Orleans, taking the win versus Atlanta at home. And then unfortunately, they have to go to Kansas City like a lot of NFC teams this year. And I think they'll catch a loss there. So I have them with three wins and six losses. Three and six through nine? That's okay. <laughs> I, I, honestly, I like this team, Steve. I just think they're in such a tough spot. Like, every team in this division has such a tough schedule. No, they definitely do. I think that's going to be a little different than the scenario Teddy Bridgewater had last year when he came into play for the Saints. And, you know, he went 5-0. and And, yeah, they might not start that hot with Carolina, but I think if they can be a middle-of-the-pack team, and even if they do finish third in that division, we're talking about two teams that are being talked about as top contenders in the NFL, not even just in the division, you know what I'm saying? So no no disregard there. And Lou, I had that same stretch that you do with that loss in week five to the Falcons all the way to that loss week nine to the Chiefs. Not sure where I have them at as a total record yet, but we'll get there. Week 10. I have them getting a the, uh, win versus the Buccaneers, and I just think that that's a home game, and I don't think Tom Brady's going to be ready to, to necessarily go to all those different division arenas and, and handle the noise. Not that it's not loud in, in the New York and Miami and, and Buffalo, because Buffalo definitely would let them have it, but I, I don't think that the Jets in Miami are as hectic as an environment as any of those places that, that they're probably going to travel to. But I have Carolina getting a win versus the Lions. I have them getting a win versus the Vikings. I have them getting a win versus the Broncos. Wow, Steve. I, I have I, See, I have them losing to the Bucks, Steve. But that, that was my same thought process with Atlanta. That's going to be a tough place to play. Could be a very a tough offense to play against. You know what I mean, DJ Moore, Christian McCaffrey, Teddy Bridgewater, their whole line has gotten upgraded. So I wouldn't put it past them. I, I just don't have that as a win. But I have them beating Detroit, losing to Minnesota, and then, Steve, I also have them beating Denver. I think, again, Denver's got a tough schedule, Steve. Like, they're going to a lot of tough places. Like, me and you, when we do the, the, uh, the West divisions, like, we're going to have Denver up there. I already know it. But it is a tough game, Steve. That is a tough game. But then, Steve, I had them going three straight losses to finish it. Loss at Green Bay, loss at Washington, and loss at home to New Orleans. And I only say Washington, Steve, because I really think their defense, Washington's at home, it's very scary. No, it, it will be. And Lou, I have them losing week 15, week 16, um, and then getting a win in week 17 versus the Saints. I'm thinking the Saints will probably have the division locked up at that point. So they could possibly go to the direction of, of resting their guys or taking them out in the middle of the game. And then Carolina sneaks one to get to 500 right around there. But, you know, 8-8 eight and eight for Carolina – under a new helm, I, I don't think that's a bad direction at all. And I think I think this can go and be a playoff team, you know, if we go in another direction with a single game or so, something like that, Lou. See, Steve, you know, I want to feel that way, Steve. I love Teddy Bridgewater. You know me, Steve. I wanted him on the Colts. I said that from the beginning. If I could have had any free agent, Steve, or trade candidate, it was him. I just think no Luke Keekley. 
the first season that head coach will have a, a real season with them. And Steve, no Kyle Allen is a backup. There is no viable backup there because we assume who, who is their backup right now, Steve? I don't even know. Will Greer. Will Greer. Again, a, a third round pick who I don't believe is ready, Steve. I know you weren't high on him uh, from the beginning. But yeah, no, Steve, I see a rough year for the Panthers, but I like them as a collective, Steve. They're, they're an extremely talented bunch. And this may be, Steve, the most talented division in the NFL outside of the NFC West. Yeah, it could be. Lou, I think the the addition of Robbie Anderson will be really good for that offense. Huge. Um, and not that DJ Moore wasn't a threat already with McCaffrey, but I think it's it just two versatile threats on the outside that'll be good for Teddy Bridgewater. And, you know, McCaffrey can attack the middle of the field. Uh, replacing a Greg Olson won't be easy, but I, I'm sure that will come with time. But, Lou, now let's get let's get to the powerhouses. Let's get to the Saints, and then next we'll tackle the Buccaneers. But, you know, the, the Saints never really start the season off hard, and I, I'm going to have that trend continue. I'm going to have them taking a loss to the Buccaneers in week one. Even though that game is in New Orleans, you know, the, the Saints just – week one isn't their thing. They've lost the past three or four seasons. So I, I think that would just make the drama and the buildup of, of the Buccaneers all the more. But after that, Lou, I have the Saints going on a huge win streak. I, ha- I have them winning every single game up, up until week 12. Wow, Steve. I think they win week one. I think the Saints take it week one, Steve. Uh, And I think they go on a massive winning streak to start. Uh, Similar to you, Steve, I have them winning at Las Vegas versus Green Bay at Detroit, home versus the Chargers by. And then, Steve, winning versus Carolina and at Chicago. Steve, I don't have them losing till they go to Tampa. When do you have that, that next loss coming? I have that first loss week 12 at the Broncos. But, Lou, don't get me wrong. There's going to be a lot of tough games for the Saints besides that first Tampa Bay game. I think that Packers game, uh, I think that one could definitely be a blowout. But, you know, games against the Chargers, the Panthers, I don't think those games are going to be easy. And the 49ers went to New Orleans and played them really tough. So I don't I don't expect any of those to be, you know, just, just a given. But when I do see the schedule getting more tough for the Saints, is like I said, the Broncos week 12, Falcons week 13, and Eagles week 14. I have those three straight losses after New Orleans goes on that big win streak. And then week 15, I have them getting a win at home versus the Chiefs. After losing those three straight, I think they have to prove to themselves who they are again. And I know the Chiefs are going to be a legit team. I just don't think that they're going to be able to go to New Orleans on the road in the regular season. If this was maybe, you know, a, a playoff game where they had gone against each other, we know the Saints aren't a good playoff team. But because it's the regular season, I think they'll be ready to perform. And then the Saints, I have winning week 16 versus the Vikings. The Vikings always seem to have their number there, but I, I think the Saints will, you know, make it right this time. And then losing week 17 to the Panthers, as you guys just heard in Carolina's last record. So 11-5 and five for the Saints. Well, Steve, so I have the same record as you, but I have them getting there a little differently. I have them losing to Tampa Bay, like I said, in Tampa. Home versus San Fran. I think they beat Atlanta after that. Lose to Denver in Denver. Lose in Atlanta. Beat Philly. Beat Kansas City, Steve. Lose to Minnesota, because I think they still have that over them. And then finish off the season with the win at Carolina. I think that'll be big for them. And a whopping 11-5, and Steve. That 11-5 and five wins the division for me, Lou. I don't know what you have the Bucks at yet. We're about to dive into that now. But, but I do have the Saints on, on top of the division. I think there's going to be a guarantee of two teams making the playoffs from this division. I, mean, I think it's a very possible that three can make it. 
But starting off with the Bucks, you guys already know I have them beating the Saints week one. I have them beating the Panthers week two. But, Lou, I don't have them getting off to a, a hot road start after that. I have them losing at the Broncos. I don't think Denver is going to be an easy place to go and play. And then when they come back home in week four at Tampa Bay, I have them losing to the Chargers. I think the Chargers are going to be another competitive team. I think this loss comes if Tyrod is playing to a good level for them in the beginning. If Tyrod doesn't start off hot and the Chargers are losing games, this could be the point where you know they switch to Justin Herbert and really want to see if they could still save the season. So that'll be something interesting to watch going in the, the beginning direction for those Tampa Bay games. Yeah, no, definitely, Steve. I, I think they, they edge out that game, but it is going to be tough. I mean, the Chargers are, are nobody's fools. But, Steve, I, like I said, I have them losing to New Orleans week one, beating Carolina, Steve, and I have them losing to Denver. I mean, Blake, Brady plays his worst in Denver. That is no secret to anybody. You know what I mean? His worst statistical games have come in Denver. I mean, it's just is what it is. They've had some great defenses. I have them beating the Chargers, though, Steve, winning versus Chicago, beating Green Bay, but I have them losing back-to-back, Steve, at the Raiders and at the Giants. I think the Giants still have Brady's number, and I don't think that changes with the team he goes to. Lou, I would like to say the same, and I hope that that's the result, but I didn't give the Giants the win, so I can't give that box a loss here. I have that same stretch. you know. I have them beating the Bears, the Packers, the Raiders, and the Giants there, so that's four straight for Tampa Bay. And that, that gets them off to a hot start after, you know, going 500 after the first four. So, you know, being in this scenario where they're 6-2, and two, I, I, think, I think this is right around where, where they probably want to be. But in weeks 9, 10, 11, and 12, I, Lou, I have them losing four straight. So, you know, right after they get off to that comfortable start, you know, I think that game to the Saints is tough. Going to the Panthers, as I was just talking about, I think that's going to be a tough game. Having the Rams come back home, I think that's that's hard. And I don't even though the Rams might not be the top of their division, I still think they're going to play teams tough. And then you get the Chiefs at home, Lou. That's a really tough stretch of game. So that's why I go in that direction there. Steve, I'm almost there with you, man. I have them beating New Orleans at home, though. Beating Carolina, Steve. But I do have the back-to-back losses versus the Rams and versus Kansas City. The Rams want revenge on Tom. And Kansas City, they want to beat him as many times as possible. So uh, to both go into Tampa Bay and to beat him back-to-back, I think that'll be huge. And both very slept on uh, teams as a whole. I mean, Kansas City's defense and offense just got better. And the Rams' offense should look to be better. You know what I mean? Now that... They kind of have solidified who's going to be where. You know what I mean? There's no confusion over who the number one is anymore. And I really like the Rams to bounce back, Steve. I don't know about winning the division, but they're no easy game for anybody. But to pick up right off of that, they have the bye. Then I have them finishing the season, Steve, 3-1. and one. Uh, I have them beating Minnesota at home, losing at Atlanta, winning at Detroit, which will be a much tougher game than people think, and then winning at home versus Atlanta a 10-6 and six record to come in second, and I believe we'll secure a wild card. Yeah, Lou, I have the 10-6 and six record. I think they'll secure the wild card spot. And after they get to that the sixth loss point at week 12, I have them winning the last four games. So week 14, 15, 16, 17, all getting wins. And Lou, I think it's very interesting that you mark down that Lions game to be tough because I don't think that's going to be easy either. You know, Patricia, if, if he's still the coach for the Lions at that point in time, very familiar with Brady and you know how they like to run that defense. So I, I think that's why that game could possibly be be troubling. But yeah, Lou, I have Tampa Bay at 10 and 6. I have the Saints at 11 and 5. I have Carolina at 8 and 8. And I have Atlanta at 5 and 11. 
those are my final records for the NFC South. What are your final records? Yeah, Steve. So we have the top two the same. I have the Saints eleven and five to win it. Bucks ten and six. I have Atlanta seven and nine though, and I have uh, Carolina five and eleven. Unfortunately. Make sure you guys continue to tune in with our schedule predictions. You know, when the season comes around and we have all these records already out, you guys are going to wish that you listen to them now instead of in the middle or the end of the season. Check out our website to find all of our newest articles and make sure to leave positive comments for that Apple podcast review. Peace out, guys.